The definition of miserable is a person who is wretchedly unhappy or uncomfortable. That's pretty much spot on, don't you think? When a person is miserable, they never see or expect the good in anything and always try to make those around them feel just as bad as they feel. We're going to talk about those miserable people on this episode of Microbreak. This is Microbreak, a podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish, where I share my thoughts, wisdom, and humor on a wide range of topics from yesterday to today, all delivered unscripted and loosely edited in under 15 minutes an episode. This is Michael J. Mayone. Please subscribe and enjoy the ride. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Microbreak. This is episode 35, and today we are talking about miserable people. I know, it's terrible, but I run into them on a regular basis in my life, and I'm sure you have too, and you might even be one. That's right. It could be you that we're running into. No, I hope not. I'm thinking that if you're listening to my show, you're not miserable, you're happy, you're jolly. Whatever the case, miserable is pretty bad. This person is in a terrible place. Sometimes it's clinical, and we need to be careful and sensitive to that. Quite frankly, they might need help. They might need medicine. They might need counseling. Now, as you know, I am your host, Michael J. Mayo, and before I get started, I was a guest on a show called The Paranormal Burrito, and they have the best intro theme song, original theme song I've ever heard. It's very intimate, and it is the latest episode. It's running basically parallel with my episode. Go check it out, Paranormal Burrito. And also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. And did you know that you can support me through Anchor as well? I don't have a Patreon right now, but I've got a lot more followers than I had last year. Actually, like 10 times the amount. And that's friggin' awesome. And we want to keep this going. So please support the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at micro underscore break. That is the place that you can interact with me literally on a daily basis. Personally, I will answer all your questions. I will even mention these things on the show. So just keep that in mind. What you say might wind up live someday. Anyhow, let's talk about miserable people in our lives. Look, growing up in the 80s and the 90s, we had our share of miserable people, and they used to bury their sorrows in booze, drugs, weed. Now, look, I got nothing against any of those, but if you're using them to wallow in your sorrows, then that's an addiction. That's a problem. I'm drinking right now, but not because I'm miserable, because I'm happy. And we have to look for the positive things in our lives and stay away from misery, except for that movie. That was an awesome movie. I think that was a Stephen King. So let's take a look at what makes up a miserable person, how you can spot them, and maybe you can help them in your life. But be careful. Watch the line. Do not cross it too hard. You know, you have to go slow. Walk on the line a little bit and then maybe cross. So number one, they're never thankful for anything. Being grateful and thankful for anything at all. When a person shows gratitude, they should do it from a point of view of happiness and are usually 10 times more likely to be thankful for things they already have rather than the things they don't. Now, a miserable person avoids any expectations of gratitude at all costs because it goes against what they believe. They think that counting their blessings is a waste of time and life will always be full 
of crap. Now, I'm paraphrasing some stuff that I picked up on Lifehack. The link will be in the show notes. So number two is they lead a very unventurous life. Now, look, you can classify that as boring. I don't know if my life is exactly venturous, but does that make me miserable? No, I've got a lot of the things I enjoy, but I don't know if they're adventurous. Highly miserable people lead a dull, boring, and unventurous life. I don't know if I totally agree with that statement. They ensure to have a mundane existence with no fun, no possibility of excitement, and then complain about it. That's what I love. That's what a miserable person will always do. Something that they could fix or work on, but they'll complain about it instead because they're happy when they're miserable. Okay, number three, they live in and glorify the past. (laughs) Okay, we've all done it. Said things like, it was so much better when I was a child. Except highly miserable people tend to live their lives stuck in the past rather than remembering it fondly and then moving on. They were born in the wrong place at the wrong time. If the life would have been better if I had this or I had that or... Hey, number four, they do things for personal gain. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Yep, it's all about them. The trinity of stupidity, me, myself, and I. Being self-centered and only doing things for personal gain is an extreme habit of highly miserable people. Life is about having and gaining more and getting it no matter how they get it. That's right. At all costs, they're going to get it, even at the expense of others. F you. It's all about me. It's all about me. They'll surround themselves with like-minded people, in other words, other miserable people, and then take on a profession. That involves criminal activities sometimes. Yeah, that's right. They have no qualm about taking from others or acting as if they're doing good, where they're actually doing the opposite of good. Here's another one. They are afraid of economic loss. Fear is a good habit to have if you want to be a highly miserable person. Fear, well, I'm going to just read it the way it says it. Fear keep miserable people from doing a job they absolutely hate. Just by the way, life hack, you should proof your shit. Fear keeps miserable people from doing a job they absolutely hate. It makes them work long, unbearable hours working for a company that doesn't care about its employees. Boo-hoo. They are greedy. They are stingy with money. Generosity isn't even in their vocabulary. We're already at the halfway point. So when we come back, we are going to talk a little bit more about the miserable people in our lives. Hopefully not too many. But there's always somebody in our life, somewhere, work, home, family, friend. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about what makes up a miserable person. You know, this music is just too, too damn happy for a miserable person. They would rather listen to something else a little darker than this. This is too happy and jolly. Sorry, I'll turn it off for anybody that might be miserable right now. So number six, they love to pick fights. This is my favorite one. This is what got me all fired up. Even now and again, a highly miserable person often picks a fight out of the blue with someone close to them. That's right, somebody they know, not a total stranger because they're a wimp. Usually somebody they know or family member or loved one. They usually pick a fight about something completely absurd and completely unrelated to their current situation. I am not putting up with this anymore. <laughs> putting up with what? I, I can't talk to people. Oh, my goodness. So true. Number seven, they blame others and then they play the victim. They play that little, what's that little fiddle? You know, when people do that little fiddle. Oh, wait a second. That was a nursery rhyme, wasn't it? But you know what I'm talking about. That little fiddle. That... Uh, they blame others 
and then they play the victim. Highly miserable people are brilliant at blaming their parents because, after all, they were the ones who brought them into this world and shaped them to who they are. In other words, they just point blame. It's my boss. It's my spouse. It's my kids. It's my parents. It's everybody else made me miserable the way I am. I'm a miserable person. Number eight, they think people's intentions towards them are always dishonorable. They'll take any remark, comment, or opinion the wrong way. Twist it around, make it evil. Believing that that person that's saying these nice things is actually trying to insult them, belittle them, or put them down. They believe that humiliation is at the forefront of most people's intentions. Number nine, they give themselves a negative identity and revel in it. Highly miserable people let their perceived emotional problems absorb their very core. They get involved in others' drama. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I opened up a can of worms with that one. Need to take a sip. I'm drinking Orzo. It's a Greek drink. I think I've drank this on the podcast in previous episodes, but I like it. It tastes weird. It tastes like licorice, and I hate licorice, but when you get drunk from licorice, it's good shit. They are the center point of all drama in their lives and others' lives. This includes family and community. My situation is worse than your drama. My aggravation is worse than your aggravation. Number 11, they always expect the worst. Yep, life sucks. That's exactly what it says here. Life sucks and all the bad stuff happens to them. Yes, so optimism for the future is nonsense. And believing positive will only be done in vain. To them, their marriage probably won't work out. Their children won't love them. Their house will fall apart. And their job is an unbearable chore. That's terrible. Number 11 is a terrible way to live. Number 12, they focus only on themselves. Kind of sounds like one of the earlier ones, me, myself, and I. Highly miserable people focus on themselves, their needs, their problems, their beliefs, and nobody else's issue or struggles are as bad as theirs. You ever hear that? You start to talk to a person and you start to tell them what's going on in your life or something that's troubling you genuinely troubling you and they're like oh, what i'm getting at they focus always on themselves they'll take whatever you say they'll pretty much ignore it or filter it out and then they'll just go off on their problems number 13 they are critical of everything nothing is good enough nothing's worth anything this makes them highly miserable they are critical of everything whether people agree with them or not miserable people always voice their opinion before everyone else they criticize something that someone loves just to make sure their point is heard. They love to antagonize and believe they are always right while everyone else is wrong. Number 14, they worry too, too much. They worry all the time. Worry, 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 worry. With two R's, worry too much. Miserable people won't listen to reasons and are obsessed with situations and things that they have zero control over. Worrying feeds into their misery, so it's only natural that these types of people are worrisome by nature. They worry all the time. They worry about everything. A lot of these are similar in this lesson. Here's the last one they wrote. So here's number 15. They are envious of other people's success. Miserable people won't outright say they are envious of other people's success. 
What they do, however, is put down other people's achievements and successes by pointing out the negatives or downplaying the news so the other person's excitement is immediately deflated. When someone is happy, a highly miserable person will point out all that could possibly go wrong in great detail. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Let me tell you something. If you feel as though you have some or all the traits that we just discussed of a miserable person, it is now time to change so you can be happier, cheerful, and more successful. That's right. That's what it's all about. So what do you do? What do you do if you're this person? Holy shit. I don't think we can solve that in a 15-minute podcast now, can we? I don't think so. But I'll tell you one thing. I hope you don't live your life that way. I certainly don't. I can't live my life in all doom and gloom. We all have miserable situations in our life. All of us. It doesn't make us the person we are. It doesn't make us a miserable person. We are all expected to have doom and gloom. We are all expected to have misery in our lives. Everybody has it. There's always something looming. I don't know anybody that can truthfully say that they have zero misery in their life or have at least experienced it at some point in their life. I highly doubt it. So why did I do an entire episode on miserable people? Because recently I've been running into a lot of miserable people, a lot of people that are doom and gloom. Try not to let everything that's going on in the world affect you and turn you into this miserable person, this miserable person. I bet you you guys have been correcting me this whole time because Michael can't say miserable. (laughs) It's not my fault. I'm from Jersey. It's not my fault. It's my parents' fault. This is the way they raised me. It was my teacher. It's my spouse. No, it's bullshit. It's me. I can't friggin' talk. <laughs> so please, please, please subscribe to the podcast. Please follow me at Twitter at micro underscore break. Send me a message. Send me a, a message. Email me. Whatever. It's all out there. Let's, uh, let's converse. Let's have a two-way, you and I. I really appreciate you listening. I appreciate you following me. And guess what? Next week, another guest spotlight show. Shannon Corbett is back on the show. The actress, the model, the zany person from L.A. on the next episode of Microbreak. And until then... We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of Microbreak. Please subscribe before you go and follow me on Twitter at micro underscore break. I'll catch you on the next one.